Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, welcome. Today, we're going to have a little fun. How many of you are fans of Game of Thrones or Hercules? Because the author we're speaking with today, Jody Zeitler, has created her own world in the first of a series of books called Warriors Embrace. Born in Wisconsin, Jody served in the U.S. Army, is married with a two-year-old daughter, and has been writing this book since she was 14 years old. Please wave your hands for Jody Zeitler. Welcome, Jody. How are you today? Oh, welcome. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's my pleasure, believe me. Jody, your interest in the themes of your books goes back to when you were a small child, maybe eight years old, watching movies on television with your mom. What were you watching? Um, my first. Uh, they were actually vampire um, movies that I watched. Um, I fell in love with Francis Ford Coppola's uh, Dracula and uh, Anne Rice's The Vampire Chronicles. And from there, I read the books and kept reading. <laughs> well, what, um, was it that, what, what was it that appealed to you so much about them? Um, I loved the characters. They were very, um, you know, they were vampires. And I read a lot of folklore, too. And I read the darker side of vampires. And they were, you know, they came out of the grave and they killed children. And, you know, I saw the vampire more at, like, and Rice did and Francis Ford Coppola did, where they had feelings. They were still human, even though they were undead. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I, I fell in love with them. Um, and from that idea and from the folklore and the mythology I'd been reading, I came up with um, the story. And um, they're, my creatures aren't completely vampires, but um, that's the, they do drink blood. <laughs> so that's the yeah, best well, word for them. Okay. Well, by the time you were 14, Going back, you already had ideas for the stories that that they came out of folklore, vampires, and mythologies. Can you tell us a little bit about the various traditions that you were thinking about, that where their mythology made a difference, and you it you wanted to use it? Um, well, I fell in love with uh, Plato's story of Atlantis. Um, mm. I really, I absolutely loved it, um, and. You know, even they had like a, I remember watching a Disney movie on Atlantis and watching all the documentaries on Atlantis. It made me really want to go and read more into the Greek mythology um, and the Roman mythology. And that's where I started learning about um, ancient culture mythologies. And I just love the idea that their gods and their goddesses, they were human also, but they were, you know, gods or goddesses, but they got jealous. They got angry, you know. Zeus would, you know, turn people into cows or <laughs> do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so that was kind of where my story, I wanted to incorporate everything that I loved into one one story. And um, that's what I did with this series. Now, did you also study Sumerian and Egyptian mythology? 
Uh, yes, I did. Um, not as deeply as Greek and uh, Roman mythology, but um, later on in my years, um, I've been studying uh, Sumerian and Egyptian and some Minoan. Um, but there's not a lot about Minoan civilization yet, so it's kind of difficult <laughs> to to study it. Well, now, did you collect other stories um, as samples when you first started, or did you just start to write at the very beginning? Um, I just started writing. Um, I started, um, how I write is I always do outlines. I draw up outlines, and it started out um, one way, and it's it's definitely changed over the years, um, but the same basic idea has always been there um, with incorporating, like, a, a race of people. So my characters, they're called the warrior race because they actually were created by a goddess. Um, and that has stuck with me since the beginning. Um, and then it has grown and changed, um, different ways. It was originally, uh, a Roman goddess that created them. And then I changed it to Greek. <laughs> um, but yeah. Well, um, I'm curious because you, kind of you've been, you've been writing this for a very long time and, <laughs> And so how did you keep track of all of it? I mean, all these different pieces of stories, uh, how, did you use a computer or did you go a different route? Um, I actually use notebooks all by hand. Um, my stories are actually, they're written, you know, when I type them, they're typed online or on a computer, but everything is actually in handwritten journals. Um, and I do that because then I can go back to them and open them up and see them. And um, when I was actually in the military, I I was working on my second book and I lost it because my hard drive uh, fried. And ah. <laughs> so I was glad I had everything down on paper. Otherwise I'd have lost everything. Um, and because of it being a series, um, it is standalone. Every book can be read itself, but there's an entire plot line for the entire series. Um, so I had to plot out all seven books um, right away and know exactly what was going to happen before the books came out <laughs> or the books were actually written. So the notes that I have, I have different journals for different books and um, then journals for like my research, my history and everything like that. Um, when I'm looking up things to uh, cor correlate to my books. Wow. This sounds like a, a Herculean task in and of itself to keep track of all of this. Did you add any of your personal stories into your, your, your books as well experiences that you had um i would say there there's a little bit of myself um in some of the characters um maybe not necessarily any of my direct experiences um except for the um most of the books take place in milwaukee wisconsin um that's actually i was born and raised in near milwaukee um so i lived there my most of my life until i joined the military so I wanted to use a setting I was very familiar with um, and something, too, that, um, you know, a lot of uh, fans could actually be like, okay, I can look it up on the map and actually see, you know, that's actually a place and that exists, um, something like that. But then there's also the mythological side into it. So I kind of wanted to do it so that it could get the attention of a lot of different people. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, So you have... These characters, um, you've you've pretty much scoped out what they were going to be like. But when you were actually writing, did you find something else happening? 
Yes. Um, my characters tend to take on a life of their own. Um, my character, uh, one of my characters in the first book that you meet, uh, Terrace, I had him uh, completely outlined as com- somebody completely different. <laughs> and when I was writing the story, all of a sudden he um, took on a life of his own and became a different character entirely. Um, I don't want to spoil it too much, but he was supposed to be a very bad guy. And in the end, I ended up turning him into a good guy. <laughs> Aha, okay. So at what point did you know you were ready to take it out and that it was done? Um, this was back in about 2012. Um, I had written, I'd outlined the first book about 20 different times, and I had started writing it. And um, I think I went over that draft about 30 times (laughs) and would read it, change it, read it, change it. And then finally I did it. um, I kind of did what I do on test. Sometimes I just went through it one last time and I said, okay, it's done. If I look at it again, I'll have to change things again. It's done. (laughs) And so that was when I decided it's done. Did you show it to anybody? What happened? Um, took me a while. Um, it, I was very nervous. Um, I hadn't shown anybody my story, told anybody any ideas or anything like that um, until I finally finished it. And I finally got the nerve up one night to show it to um, my ex-husband and uh, his best friend. And I was so scared. <laughs> I'd never <laughs> had anybody read this story before. And I didn't want ever him, you know, them to go, oh, this is horrible. Why did you even waste all your time doing this? And so I just took a leap of faith and I gave it to them and they said they loved it. And then I started testing it on other people and they were like, oh, this is good. This is good. And so it gave me the push to, to, to publish it. <laughs> How did it finally find its way into print? Um, I went through um, Create Space and um amazon and um by using the platforms it was nice because i didn't have to get a direct publisher um and they let me choose my cover they let me choose everything i wanted on the book um so it was all my choice there was no nobody telling me i couldn't have this or that and so i designed the cover of the book um designed the um the uh lettering, everything like that, which I really enjoyed doing um, because it was nice having, you know, it felt more like my book instead of giving it to somebody to to change it. Sometimes that's very important. It's true in television and film, too. The worst decision in the world is whether you will give up creative control to somebody else. So, So now we come to the really important part here. Tell us about your creation, Warriors Embrace. So Warriors Embrace is the first book in the series. Um, This um, book is the starter, um, and you get introduced to um, the main characters, um, who is Lita, um, Lita Johnson, or Lita Ryan, sorry, and um, Cantos Arigayos. (laughs) <laughs> it's weird saying it out loud <laughs> sorry <laughs> um, 
but they are um, two very opposite characters. Cantos is very serious, um, not, you know, looking for love, anything like that. And Lita is very logical. She, you know, only believes in what she sees or what science tells her. So when she encounters, the first time she encounters Cantos and um, another warrior, Drake, uh, she doesn't understand anything that's going on with them. She thinks they're Greek mafia and she believes she's been kidnapped by Greek mafia because she, she just has no idea what's going on. Um, and then you also meet Kate Johnson, who is her best friend and they were raised together. And what's nice about that is Kate is very into the supernatural. Um, she loves everything supernatural and Lita has always, been there for with it but has no belief in it whatsoever so they're very opposite when it comes to the beliefs that they have and um that plays a lot into the story because kate is very accepting of all the changes that are going on with leah because she ends up finding out that she's actually the reincarnation of nix and so leah finds this out on her 21st birthday and she doesn't you know she doesn't believe it (laughs) she's like they don't exist you know there's no such thing as that. And Kate is very excited. Um, and then obviously when they meet the warriors, um, Lita has to take time to, um, get used to who they are. And, um, so it's a very big step for her because she's going from believing in, you know, one plus one equals two to all of a sudden there's magic and there's gods and goddesses. And so it's a very big change for her. Um, and so there's a lot of striking differences between the four characters combined. Um, Drake's very sarcastic and very, um, pretty much if it's a life or death situation, he'll be the one to laugh at it. Um, so the four characters really get along very well and they really bounce off of each other personality wise. And, um, what's nice about the book is it's very filled with different things. There's some romance. Um, there's action, there's adventure, there's mystery. Um, there's a lot of things that happen in the book that you think are going to happen. And then it's something completely different. And there's a lot of, a lot of fun to read because you're reading it. Um, and all of a sudden you realize, oh my God, this, this makes sense now where you didn't understand what was happening or you believe something else. Um, the book really kicks off. Um, Literally, you are thrown into action as soon as the book starts, and it keeps going throughout the whole book. Um, And I think that's what it is. I'm just curious if there is any, um, is there some, because this is a a reincarnated um, goddess, Nyx, um, what, is, is there some carryover danger that comes into her life? because into, I guess it's into Lita's life because she's that reincarnated goddess? Yes. So there is um, a bad guy named Athos. Um, He was actually one of uh, Nyx's bodyguards and her lover. And Mm. he um, turned her, he's pretty much sold out the warrior race 2000 years before the book. And, um, did it because he wanted Nyx's powers because he was jealous that um, Nyx would not make him a god. And he, um, so he ended up making a deal with another, with a demon. 
and was trying to steal Nix's powers. And because of this whole thing, um, the warrior race, they were created to stop evils um, in the world and everything like that. And these particular demons, the um, Merrick demons, they were cursed by Nix because of this um, this collusion with uh, Athos. And so they are not allowed to go out during the day. So they will burst into dust if they're out in the day. Um, so they can only come out at night. Um, with the, Much like vampires. Yeah, yeah, the demons right. are actually more like <laughs> the vampires. So, so who does this book appeal to? Who do you think the audience is? Uh, well, the audience, um, I would say, a little bit more adult um, due to some of the romance scenes in it. Um, but you know, an old or more, you know, more mature teen could even read it. Um, but it's for men, it's for women. Um, when I was in the military, my entire platoon read my book and I was the only female in my platoon. (laughs) So it was all men, it was all men were reading it and they said they loved it. Um, they didn't even, they even would say, you know, we don't mind the romance part because you put all the action in there and you put all of the other things in there that, you know, make it well read instead of just going for, uh, (laughs) Girl, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so where is it available at this point? Uh, right now, it's available on Kindle um, and on Amazon.com. Um, mm-hmm. If you uh, search uh, Jody Zeitler, um, normally it pops up as one of the first ones. If you search Warriors Embrace, it's a little bit harder to locate. Okay. Um, but you can get it on the uh, Kindle version, and you can get it um, in paperback, or you can get it in hardback also. Fantastic. Do you have a website, or do you use social media as well? Um, I have a Facebook page for it. It's um, called Warriors of Nyx. Um, right now, I am developing a web page, um, but it is not up right now. <laughs> but okay. um I am. I do have a Facebook um, for Warriors of Nyx, and um, I just posted on there recently um, about the second book almost being done. So I should have the second book by Christmas. Um, for those that are interested, the second book um, is going to be about Kate and Drake, and that one's good. That one's a very fun one. Um, you're going to learn a lot about uh, things that you wanted to know about Kate and Drake in the first book. And there's a lot of action in this one, a lot of adventure in this one, and a lot of um, a lot of fun stuff happens. And um, like I said, these books can be read by themselves, but they also are there is an underlying plot, and you start learning that plot in the second book. Um, so it's very, 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 very filled book with lots of stuff going on. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I suppose we should mention that Warriors Embrace is an award-winning book. Yes. Um, so I won the 2020 Pacific Book Award for Best Paranormal Book for this year. Well, that's fantastic. How did how did they find you or how did they know about it? Um, it was actually submitted from a company I was working with um, in regards to the book. They um, helped me submit to the contest. Um, and I got a letter about a month ago that I had won. <laughs> and Fantastic. So I was very excited. 
Now, as a contest, did you have to write anything additional, or it was just the entry of the book itself? It was just the entry of the book itself. Cool. Um, so, Jody, if you could wave a magic wand and have your books be anything in the world that you want, what would you love your work with the book and series to be like? Um, I would love... Um... I would love to see them on TV <laughs> or in the movie theater. That's my dream, um, to have it be a, a TV series or a set of movies. Um, I think they do well as either. Um, they're very action-packed, um, and there's a lot that, a lot of characters, a lot of stuff. Um, and you know, that would be my dream if, you know, Netflix told me they were going to sign me up for a seven- Seven seasons for my book, I would probably fall over and die right now. <laughs> one one season for each book, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like the HBO deal for Game of Thrones. <laughs> my book could to be done before. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bitter pill, I have to admit. That was tough. Jody, could you share any final thoughts about your book that you can leave with our listeners? Um, well, the book, uh, Warriors Embrace, um, is a great book. Like I said, it's fun. It's filled with action. There's a lot of um, humor in the book. I promise you'll be laughing a lot of the time. Um, and it's very intriguing, and it gives you a better background on some of the ideas of mythology and folklore. Um, and it's just a, it's an overall um, good read to um good book to read um with it there's there's so much going on in the book and there's so much that caters to different people that um it's just a wonderful book from start to finish um i promise you'll pick it up and you won't put it down till it's done um there's a lot of twists and turns and um i think that if you read it you will absolutely love it um and you'll love the characters as much as I love them. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for being with us, Jody. Let's remind thank our you. listeners that, that we've been talking about your book, Warriors Embrace, which is only the first of a series of books that you're writing. Uh, can you repeat where your listeners go to find your books? Sure. Um, my books can be found on Amazon.com if you search for um, Jody Zeitler. And um, you can have it's available on Kindle, so you can download it right onto your Kindle device or your Kindle mobile app, or um, you can order a copy of it also through Amazon. Great. And thanks to our listeners for joining us today. Remember, nothing supports the work of authors better than picking up a copy of their books. You can also support the work of this program by going to the anchor.fm podcast, Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power. You can like us, follow us, sponsor, or subscribe to the podcast. So please talk us up, especially if you know someone who would enjoy the range of content we present here. We thank you for letting us give authors a voice. So thanks again for being with us, Jody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Once again, it's time to go, everyone. Bye for now. 
and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverrunes.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shereko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now. 